0: Welcome to How You Living, a modern-day real estate and living style show, offering a platform that is a perfect fit for the home and the community you want to create. Your host is LaTanya Jr. This is a place where transparent conversations and best practices are transformed into action and the changes you want to see. Now, here is LaTanya. Welcome, welcome, welcome home.
1: Thank you and welcome to the show. And it's such a special show. Um, I hope you guys uh, not just help calm me down by calling in (laughs) because we have a huge show today. Um, we're going to talk to our special guests and renowned artists. I actually, when I think of um, our artist, I'm, I'm going to share with you. I think of her as a musical wizard, um, a community commander. I, I really think she's like the community ambassador. Um, she brings communities together with her voice and her spirit and, and so many things. And we're going to deep dive into that. And we're going to talk about community and, and events and history. And Tony Brown is also going to join us. Um, and uh, just sit back and really um, get ready. And if you're fiddling with your fingers, go to YouTube or, or check out Summer Nights in Harlem with Allison Williams, and we're going to talk about her new release. But first and foremost, I just want to say welcome home, welcome to the show. Uh, I need to give a shout out because, you know, we get a lot of feed from it, the Atlanta um, audience. And I know Allison Williams was just recently performing in Atlanta. Um, and I just want to make sure I say hi to Rachel White and uh, to Natalia and to Donna Armstrong, legendary Donna Armstrong over at RE-MAX Metro Atlanta. They're extraordinary people. And I think about them with this show because I normally never do that because I believe they're the ambassadors of Atlanta and the Georgia area when it comes time to home and family and community and real estate. And so I love them dearly and I just wanted to tell them thank you for their their long-term support. That being said and done, um, I have... uh, a previous um, colleague and a friend that I've known, um, she's also an ambassador for the community and bringing community together. You know, she's that lady that if someone's stealing a package, she's going to chase you down off of a porch. <laughs> but fortunately, she <laughs> just don't do that. Um, she's also a board member of the Black Spectrum Theater Company um, in Queens, New York. And Tony Brown, are you there with us? I think she is. Well, why she's, Fitlin with, with, with her um, equipment there. Uh, Let me give you a heads up. I'm here. Tony, are you there? Okay, there you are. Yeah, I am. Uh, Good morning. Sorry about that. How are you doing? We're just fine, Tony. Isn't it exciting? We're, we're out of the, this, the heaviest part of the pandemic. We are trying to learn how to be safe, and you community people mm-hmm. and these great artists, artists that have been keeping our spirit up during this past year and months, have come together and pulled off. Um, the 19th annual Saint um, Alburns Jazz and R&B Festival. So, I want to thank you, and hear what you got to say.
2: Well, we're happy that it's actually going to happen. It was, you know, come, you know, dicey for a minute because we are here in New York City, and unlike some other places around the country, New York actually completely shut down everything. And so we were not allowed to have outdoor events. We were not allowed to gather in large numbers um, and really just got the okay, I believe, at the end of May it was to open up and be able to go into the parks be able to have live music again. And so we weren't 100% sure that we could pull this off because, you know, it takes time to um, get Uh, the permit for a gathering to get the artists that we want to perform. And so uh, it took, we had to, uh, you know, run and put this together really, really quickly, but it's worked out. We're excited about it. Now we're praying over the weather for Saturday, but uh, (laughs) we have it going on. So we're really, really pleased about that. Um, The St. Albans Jazz Festival and the R&B Festival has been going on for, um, you know, so many years now, and we really did not want to miss a year, a second year. We did miss uh, last year because of COVID, and we wanted you know, to, you know, make sure that we could get up and running again.
1: You, you know what I want to tell people, um, while you're describing it, and they're going, yeah, yeah, I want you to really understand the impact. You know, Tony Brown is a noted industry leader, Um um, I know Tony from our Stepman Graham and Partners days. Um, she is a, 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 a legend in herself in the business world and have put together some of the biggest events in our country in all, in all honesty as it relates to targeted ethnic and, and things like that. Um, I call her the queen of Moet and Hennessy because she put a, a countless events together in, in Vegas and just around the country. And if you look her up, Brownwin Agency, she's a master and a great connector. And so when I knew your name was attached to this, and if you were on the board, I know we are to expect uh, not only quality. But then when you and I had a conversation, and we talked about the legacy behind this particular event, <laughs> it was a it was a game changer. Uh, just to give you a little insight, um, and then we're going to talk to to the the queen herself, um, Alison Williams. So don't go anywhere because you're going to get really excited. Um, um, it's hard to describe, her. I'm going to try in a few seconds here. But you educated me immensely about this community, right? And so throw out mm-hmm. some of the names yeah. of the people that lived in this community.
2: Well, this is St. Albans, Queens, and it's, uh, in the borough of Queens. And actually, back in the day, uh, it was really a, a community where, uh, wealthy African Americans or noted African Americans really settled. Uh, it was a middle class community, upper middle class community, and one of the few places that African Americans were allowed to purchase Homes and purchased large homes. And so it became an enclave for musicians, namely jazz musicians. Ella Fitzgerald lived in our community. Count Basie lived in this community. Uh, it's a list of people. What, wait, Duke Ellington, what, Duke Ellington? Even, Duke don't
1: Ellington? Don't forget for seat, him. Right. Miles Davis, James right, go ahead, Brown. I'll let you... I mean, well, because, you know, I get so excited. Duke Ellington, uh, uh, Miles Davis, Jackie Robinson. And you used to work for the Jackie Robinson (laughs) Foundation as a leader. And Yeah, we did work with
2: Jackie Robinson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And so this community, it's a very, very beautiful community, very beautiful homes. And I remember as a a young girl driving through the neighborhood with my parents saying, oh, my God, who lives here? Who lives here? James Brown had a house right on the main street and Mm -hmm. his home had a moat. In the front yard, and so oh, the bridge would come down over the yard, and that was how you could walk in the house. If the bridge was not up, if the bridge was not down, you could not go to his front door. And we, so I not- remember as a kid, always, everybody was pointing at the houses. Oh, uh, Count Basie was here. um, um Um, Ella Fitzgerald lives over here, and you could point to the houses and point out who lived lived there. James Brown's house, of course, everybody waited for the moat to see if the the gate was going to be down, if the bridge was going to be down, if the bridge was going to be up, or if we would see him one day out in front of the house.
1: I think what's really cool is that when you mention bridge, I'm getting so excited Mm -hmm. because... I really Mm -hmm. believe that Allison Williams is the bridge to that jazz community, to this jazz community that we have current today. I -hmm. I really respect her and her diligence Mm -hmm. for keeping jazz and soul music and R&B alive in these festivals. Um, um, And I want to dive into her because she's such a big artist and... um, I think for many 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 years' we'll, way after we're gone people will dive into Wikipedia and other conversations and realize that Allison Williams have touched uh, when you touch the city of, of New York the way you have you touch the world it's impossible um, not to to, to to not do you know what she's done and not actually impact the world um, in a quiet, sexy, genuine, hard, innovative, Honest way between her lyrics and her performance. Um, and I am proud to say, um, as myself, I am a daughter of an artist and her dad. Um, I'll let her share that more about that if she liked, but her her, her father was a jazz trumpeter and a band leader, uh, Bobby Brooker, uh, uh, Booker. And um, I met Allison in the 80s. And believe it or not, you know, my dad's very picky and finicky about artists. He doesn't play. Marvin Jr. um, of the Dells. And my father, um, I was at Sweetwater's, and he said to me, come here and listen to this baby girl sing. And he had never done that before. And he said, that girl can sing. And I have to tell you, my father really, she opened for the Dells, really enjoyed Allison Williams, and she is was on one his list of one of the great songstress, um, and I just have to share that. And uh, we reconnected um, at Maya Angelou's um, funeral Passover, um, and uh, um, I won't ever lose her again. Um, I'm going to share a little more. I know she's listening to me. I want everybody to get very quiet and make sure you hit the Internet up, and and, and we're going to talk about her new release. But she's one of the performing artists on Saturday the 17th uh, at the St. Auburn's Park Festival in Queens. It starts at 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., and and Tony will share more uh, with us. But uh, as I said before, uh, you'll find Allison Williams um, performing all over the world. She's also an on-air personality at WC. Uh, It's WHCR90FM. She's the voice of Harlem. Um, You'll find her uh, throughout the city. Not many people can continue to bring New Yorkers out year after year after year, month after month after month. But because Allison is respected as industry royalty um, from fans around the world, um, you know that you're going to have a good family, soulful, healing night Whenever there is um, the experience of Allison Williams performing that night. Um, at this event, uh, I know we're also having Angie Stone and, and Tony at the end of the show will cover the entire uh, live performances for that particular celebration, but I'm going to shut up and I want to welcome Allison mm-hmm. Williams to the show.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much. It Was is so, th- such a th- wonderful uh, opportunity to sit with both you ladies. Thank you so much to be a part of the uh, upcoming. And Auburn's Jazz Festival, uh, I'm, and as as Tony said, it's so one, it's wonderful to be able to uh, to bring it back after having to you know not, not. I hear you all talking about you know we couldn't have music outside, we couldn't go outside, so so right. to yeah. have to uh, have this come back and to be able to socialize safely with uh, with 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 people and in our community, it's a wonderful thing.
1: Um, Allison, I want to tell you. I checked out your new release, which is Summer Nights in Harlem. And uh, uh-huh. I don't know if you know this. I'm a fanatic Ella Fitz fan, Fitzgerald fan. I'm a fanatic. Oh uh,
3: no, that's dad. that's the only thing that Ella Fitzgerald <laughs> is everything in the world. <laughs> that's everything. So I'm listening,
1: and and Dad made sure I saw her as a child. You, you know, I got my concert here. Mm-hmm. and I, I get I get about thirty seconds in, and I and I hear Ella in you, boo. I, I was oh, like, God. Okay, I feel Ella. you're your, your, you. Your flow vernacular. See, I know what to listen for. You understand what I'm saying when I say that. And I said, the, listen, the pronunciation and the flow and that timing. And I thought, this is lasting. So first I want to say thank you uh, for that, ex- that for your exquisite new release. Uh, thank and, you. I, and uh Uh, The producer, the producer was Maurice. Who was the producer? Maurice Lynch. Maurice
3: Lynch. Mm -hmm. We co-produced it together. He uh, did the music. uh, Ray Chu did my arrangements. I produced the personnel. And I'm proud to say that when Maurice brought these songs to me and I listened to them, I knew immediately this was the music I had been searching for because I wanted to get back to my jazz roots. um, Not... You know, not uh, negating uh, the Def Jam days uh, and the hip hop days uh, when I, you know, I laid a lot of uh, vocals for, um, I guess, the quintessential rap. Uh, music that that formed what we now know as hip-hop. Um, a jazz singer who got signed to a, a rap label and given an R&B contract, it's really like being the forest dump of the music industry because <laughs> it got to go everywhere. But I knew I had to come back to my root, which was jazz, and I said, okay, if you allow me to record these songs um, for myself, I will do the review, the stage review that you want. I will do whatever it is that you intended these songs to be for, but I must have them so I went out and I found um, all the support I could Christian McBride, Christian Sands Ulysses Owens Ron Blake, uh, Kurt Willem, uh, Rachel as I said uh, Greg Sneed uh, Young Solomon Hicks Ty Stevens, uh, Don Tallman and they make up what you're hearing on uh, Summer Nights in Harlem and the follow up, The Romance of You and I'm just so proud of it because it is a nod to the music that i up listening to. My father was friends with, with Ella Fitzgerald and the Count Basies and the Duke Ellington, and that's the music that, you know, uh, rang uh, rang out in my household. I, we had an eclectic mix, but for the most part, that was it, you know, and I can remember the Clark Terry's coming through and, and the Friendly 50 picnics when all of the jazz musicians in the jazz community would get together, uh, you know. Um, up near, uh, Peg, just above Peg Lake Bates Place. It was, it was just a wonderful, wonderful time and that music takes me back to that and I wanted to be, as, as, uh, as Latanya said, 50 years from now or whenever it is, someone will want to play that music or uh, add that to their repertoire just like I have wanted to have uh, Teach Me Tonight or Funny Valentine or Misty, be standards. So I wanted to create new school standards. And that's what I hope
1: that I'm doing. You, you, you actually, you absolutely achieve that. Um, we're going to have to go to a break in about a minute. Uh, but it's so interesting. Um, we talk about community and connections, your dad, new Count Basie and Ella and so on, et cetera. And of course, you know, my father was somewhere in that mix. I think I went, to the Dells did some backup that was, a, you know, did some backups uh, vocals for Count Basie or, or, or one, you know, wow. there's a, This this is long history. And that's that piece of community. I don't want to go too deep because they're going to pull me for a commercial, but it was it's the importance of how music brings us together and continue to connect us. Um, and then I think about Tony, you know, driving around on Sundays, probably after church, uh, recapitulating the experiences that happen in these awesome homes. That allows uh, this type of festival and this type of community to keep its value, its uh, genuine sense of being and self control. You know, even self control. Mm-hmm. And it's just a beautiful thing. On that note, um, we're going to talk more to Allison Williams and Tony Brown, and we're going to go to a commercial, and we look forward to chatting after this uh, break.
4: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
2: Get unchained! Influencers Channel.
4: channel It will be the best hour of your week.
0: We don't follow, we lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to How You Living. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to how you living Show at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome
1: back. Welcome back. And hey, can you believe my hands are sort of warm um, I'm nervous because I'm just so excited um, about <laughs> our guest Allison Williams, who will be performing this weekend, September seventeenth, between four p.m. and ten p.m. at the nineteenth annual St. Albans Jazz and R&B Festival. Um, of course, there's other outstanding people. Angie Stone is there, and and we'll continue to share the list as the show go on. But you know, we. Um, there's a lot out there about Alison Williams and her days with, of course, Def Jam. And, I mean, she's been a backup artist for Elvin Lynn, Champagne King, and it goes on and on. And when you think of Albie B. Sure, you think of Alison Williams, it's just a lot. But I think one of the most profound things that got my goat is that when do you get a um, history maker like Dr. Maya Angelou? to be a personal confidant, a friend, a mentor, to the point they love you enough to give you a nickname. And so, you know, Dr. Uh Dr. Michael Angelou (laughs) named her Songbird. And and as I shared earlier in the show, um, um, because I have moved, um, Allison, I was living in New York, but I've moved to, you know, I've lived in nine different states at this point. And uh, I reconnected. At Maya Angelou's funeral, um, or I should say memorial, and she, and, memorial, and, I, yeah. and and they call her up on the stage and she's sang it. And I said, Who does this? Who goes huh. from hip-hop, <laughs> from from jazz, hip hop, R and B to Dr. Maya Angelou's personal um, baby girl? and uh, because and and, and because Songbird. Give us some, how did that happen? How do you get into that space? And it's it's not just the space, because I don't want to take it lightly. Uh, uh, as the tribes, as you change tribes and move, people connect to you based on a spiritual connector with mental capacity, correct? And so you're mm-hmm. not a friend just because Absolutely. you can get in the room. You are an associate because there is a spiritual common denominator that connects your goals your 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 character and your ego and all Absolutely. these different things and so you just don't get there people working hard there's more to it Tell, now, now I'm gonna shut up how did that happen how did that relationship happen
3: and you know I, I don't I don't think people often take that into consideration because when they see you in the limelight of quote-unquote celebrity or showbiz they think it's Just that's how it is, but it's not. Um, Being attached to uh, Dr. Maya Angelou um, is 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 family and community. And she used to always say that we make we make family. And uh, uh, as a result of my uh, uh, my uh, relationship with George Faison um, and uh, Dr. Angelou's. a personal assistant for the last 22 years of her life as a, a woman I call my sister, which is uh, Lydia Stuckey. And Lydia worked for George as well as Dr. Um, also another dear friend of ours who is no longer with us, Andre Smith, who is an incredible singer and uh, worked with Roberta Flack and, and, and Nick and Val and so on and so forth. So that whole circle the George Faison, the, the Nick and Val, the Roberta Flack, so all of those people, <clears throat> You know, I had an opportunity to, to uh, associate with and work with. And as you're coming up, they see you and they see your effort and they see your ethic. And they start saying, well, let's call this one for that. And let's get that one involved with this. Let's, let's put this project on them and see how they, you know, come through, how they handle it, how they are when they do come into the circle where there are many people uh, uh, of, of greatness and, and how that, you know, how that rubs on them. And when they see that you can handle it, and they see that you're appreciative of it, and they see that it helps you to go further, and you use it, and you use those opportunities as stepping stones and a platform to raise yourself up, then they, then, then they continue to, to, to embrace you and take you under wing. And that's how that happened. All of those people led to Dr. Angelou. Correct.
1: And then, and then Dr. Dr. Angelou,
3: Angelou had <laughs> became the gift. Uh- that keeps on giving, even in her (laughs) transition. She is, you know, I was able to allow a light to be shown on me and allow people to look at me, you know, in in a way that, um, I, I, can't, I can't, I can't explain it to you, but I can tell you that all of the time that I spent with her, um, all of the people that I came to meet, all the people that came to know me and then poured positivity in my life, cared about what I did, wanted to know when they could come and see me. What can we do? How can we use you? What You know what I'm saying? All of of those things. I moved to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, because I just loved Winston, because she introduced me to Winston in a way that no one else could have. And I said, when I move out of the city and I need a piece of grass and some trees and some birds, that's where I'm going to go. And that's where I went. In the middle of a pandemic, I got I got it
1: together and got out. Yeah, no, and, and it, it's really great. I uh, love what you shared because that is the secret passage that most people don't know. Um, they don't realize mm-hmm. you can do all the hard work, but character and spirituality, you still will only be accepted in certain tribes based on what's
3: inside of you, Right. Uh, not just and what you can do on it and those things are given to you when when you I, th- I say like when you leave the house that's what I t- call it that, 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 that had a, something to do with how my parents brought me up and Absolutely. those people were able to see that and they were able to say yes yes yes
1: now, here's a question. I know that you – I have read how you joined the, NI, um, the INCA, the Institute of uh, Cinema Artists. It was headed by Ozzie uh-huh. Davis and Ruby D. Now, um, uh-huh. most people don't realize if you live in the New York area, and Allison really is a superstar I- of New York City, um, that eventually there is some kind of connection with uh, Ruby D and Ozzie Davis, even Tony. Tony, didn't you, you – you, did you have – Done things with Ozzy Davis and Ruby D, I'm sure. And, and yeah, and, and of,
2: Dr. Angelou, for that matter, as well. And, and <laughs> yes, yeah, well, we mm-hmm. did something at Stepman, Graham and
1: Partners. Remember? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. It's, with Dr. Yeah. Right, so, Um Allison, I was the vice president director at for Stepman, Graham and Partners, and Tony was head of everything else, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> she was. No, I was. I was head <laughs> of events. Head of events and PR and all the parts Mm -hmm. that comes with it. And so it's so interesting. This is what we call community listening audience. This is what community is about. We just don't live there and think about what's in our front lawn and backyard. We actually spread our wings and and our resources and connect with each other to increase the capacity of the community. Um, But I want to get back to that. What was the impact of that, of the Institute of of New Cinema Artists? Because, of course, that's another. Program in the community. How did that impact your life?
3: <clears throat> well, actually, it was a wonderful program um, that was federally funded, and uh, like you said, uh, Ruby D and Ozzy Davis uh, were heading it, and it was um, it was <laughs> it was an uh, an organization that you had to come in and they had to vet you and, and really make sure that you were cut out to to, uh, to be a part of it. It had a, a musical uh, arm and it had the, the film. and um, And they brought in incredible people to mentor us and to lecture us and and I mean, just top people in the business. Uh, we had Nona Hendrix come in. We had, uh, Chrissy Jones come in. We, I mean, they were able to reach out to so many great people to, uh, to come in and mentor us. And they were doing the same thing on the film. And, and it taught us everything about promotion and, and, and how to promote and put on shows and so on and so forth in the industry from soup to nuts. We were required to figure out what we wanted to do. And it was, it we, was, we had the Big Apple Talent Contents. Then we had to learn how to scout out a, uh, a site and what that entailed. And so we ended up getting grants tuned. We had to secure permits. We had to secure security. We had to, you know, insurances, all kinds of things like that. We had to learn that. We had to learn how we're going to put together the, the uh, marketing. What, what is, was it, what does it take to put together the right flyer, the right poster to you, you know, to, to make it look right, good. do what it needs to do to draw your eye, how to get the tickets printed, how to get those out. We had to make a jingle. We had to go to radio and, and, sell them our idea and buy the radio time and get the jingle play. We had to learn how to do it all and have the auditions for the actual contest. So, uh, and I remember, you know, all, all the different components. I sang the jingle and, you know, we wrote this whole song. And of course the film department was gearing up to get it all captured. So we would have, you know, be able to, to, uh, to have it all filmed and what have you. And it was just, Wonderful to learn all of these different aspects of the industry. Um, when the contest happened, Full Force was the group that eventually won. Bowlegged Lou and that whole crew. So that that's how far crew. back we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that whole crew. And um, and what was wonderful is when the uh, when the curriculum uh, when the uh, semester uh, the time was over, everyone was given an internship somewhere. Somebody went to Arista Records. I went to the Commodores. Somebody went to Columbia. Somebody went to uh, uh, one of the major recording studios because engineering might have been their their thing that they wanted to do, and they got internships with that were paid internships for the whole entire summer. It was the most incredible program ever in the world.
1: Well, you know what I find that is exciting. Is and that's what things like that
3: don't they don't exist anymore. They, they don't do it. What's so amazing
1: is that the young artists today, they would fall apart if they had to do all those things. And that's what I really loved about artists from uh, prior to the ninety. you know, the 90s, the, the 90, 80s, 90s, 90, 60s, uh, because you had to get down and dirty. You really knew the backbone of the community. You produced your own shows in most cases. You found out who was going to open and you were on that chilling mm-hmm. circuit. And um, we just have different artists. And, and you know, it really goes to say why you are really a legend because you, for all of the artists out there, we're speaking to someone that have lived both and bridge the entire industry together. You've lived um, in that crew uh, where the first generation of artists that really had some control or taught us how to have, start to have control of, of our, our careers or the, you know and the industry out there. and you're still here today and you're vibrant and you're passionate. And I had said to Tony, I, I, I don't know how she can pull it off, but you just gave us a, you just gave us the answer. It was because someone put together community programs that and you did the work, Allison Williams <laughs> and it's why you're still stand. it's it's why you're still standing even through a pandemic you're able mm-hmm. to be the the a true definition of an entrepreneur you know um, your resume says you're an entrepreneur you're a singer entrepreneur host you're a philanthropist you're all of these amazing things and we continue to thank you for it and I want everybody to make sure they come out
3: come out on Saturday the 17th I hope they yeah. will it's going to be great. And we have Norm, Norman Connors performing with Marva King, who comes from the Prince and the Revolution um, family, and of course, Auntie Stone. So we're looking forward because those are all good Judy girlfriends of mine. I talked to Auntie when I was here in Atlanta uh, there last week, and she's looking forward to it. I talked to Marva, she's on the West Coast. And, um, and Norman, it's always great to work with him and his incredible musicians. So we, we hope to have, it's going to become very family reunion-ish back, back behind the stage. I back behind the stage. I know one thing. I was sitting, I was sitting
1: <laughs> in my bed reading because I love to read in the bed. And then it popped up, Allison Williams in Atlanta. And then I looked at the clock and I thought, can I get to the show? Because that's, you know, I'm down here. And I, can I get to the show? I said, I'm going to call her. Uh, how did I miss that? Because you know I show up. If I know you're in town. How did I not know that you're in
3: Atlanta? Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how, let's get to that question first. I didn't know. That's not the last place I saw online where you were putting well, I up a co- I, and,
1: and, I got a couple, and, couple of places, my sister.
3: <laughs> I know you do, but I didn't know that you were at that one.
1: Yeah, I was I was hanging out, but it's
3: okay. Because <laughs> next time
1: you're gonna stay with me, and we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a good time, and we we'll have a, a girls' night, and and a couple other folks, and whoever want to come, and we're gonna have a good time at my. Oh, home. that'll be wonderful. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna have a little party at my home. Uh, we're gonna have to go to, to break again in about th- in about three um, minutes. Tony, do would you do you uh, would you like to share anything about the event as a as a board member and how it's important that you know people put things together i hope they use this as an, an example across the country
2: one very important thing is that the event is free so come out
0: oh yeah, to a
2: great free event it's a free
1: event do y'all hear that should i fly it's in it's free, free for nothing <laughs> yes free
2: for
0: nothing Free for nothing. You don't get
1: to hear
2: free, this. Free, level, free, free, yeah, free free, free free. <laughs> free Right. You don't get to hear this level of talent for free. So it's really, really exciting. Come out, come early, get your spot in the park and uh we're gonna have a great time. Really exciting to be out and to enjoy each other at that you know, to talk about that because um we were locked down in New York uh, for real. Some cities, some cities, and some states—you know—kind of halfway did things. We were really on lockdown here in New York. Mm-hmm. So we're getting out yeah. on Saturday. We, we
3: experienced COVID in a different way than anybody. <clears throat> I was there for it, and uh, it even—even even if you crossed the bridge and went to Jersey, it still had a different feel to it. But New York was a all and all the boroughs. I got to see all the boroughs go through it, and it was like whoa. Mm-hmm. It was something else. Mm-hmm. It really so was they something can else. Get, so and it's, it's, left some, it's, left, it, it's left a mark. It really has.
1: <clears throat> um, so uh, you guys, they can bring their lawn chairs. Can they bring, um, yep. is it a mm-hmm. no beer kind of thing? Or is there a knickknacks purchase yeah, there, I, Tony?
2: Yeah, I think you can bring your snacks. Food are going to be sold. Of course, I would not bring alcohol. Uh, you could, uh, I'm not sure what position the police department takes, but I'm sure they don't want people... Uh, drinking out in public. So I would say come enjoy the food that's being sold. There's going to be vendors. Um, and, um, you know, come out and meet your neighbors, meet the community and, uh, enjoy, uh, the, you know, 19 years. It's been a really great run and we're picking up where we left off having missed, uh, last year's event.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, we're going to go to break the line, and just the to admit, But I all, I just you know? want the towns like mm-hmm. Harvey, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these small mm-hmm. towns is taking an emotional hit, a social hit. We know Illinois is having a major problem with crime. Um, um, and events like this. Um, that are well managed and have boards and people come together. You may want to start small. You may want to do it in a in a inside in some cases or learn from these other organizations. I'm sure if you contact, uh, if you contacts uh, contacted uh, this uh, the, the board of the Black Spectrum Theater Company, I'm sure they would give um, other towns across uh, the country and uh, and even the world advice about how to put these events together. And make sure you think about Alison Williams. As I said, she's the musical, I call her the musical wizard community ambassador because she really, her performance, it's one thing to be able to sing. It's another thing to be able to perform. It is a whole different level when she emotionally brings an audience together. And so we're going to go to break. And when we come back, I want to talk about her down at Ashford and Simpson's um, spot and and talk about how I've seen her on numerous occasions bring people that come and visit and sit at her feet from around the world. Uh, I watch her bring them together with music and sound and word and love and authenticity. And that being said, welcome home. It's how you live in. And we'll be right back after this break.
4: Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: Tune in to the soul of enterprise business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed class. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel with a replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel.
4: Sustainable Success
0: This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to How You Living. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to How You Living Show at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show.
1: Welcome home, welcome home, how you're living with special, special songstress and guest and beyond Allison Williams. And we have Tony Brown here also. We're chatting about this extraordinary event that's happening July 17th in Auburn's Queens. It's free, it's from four to six. And you can catch Allison Williams, Angie Stone, and a list of list of others. And I promise that we're going to mention everyone before the show's up. But before we went to break, um, I wanted to chat with Allison Williams about where I often caught her at midweek. And that's at Ashford and Simpson's Sugar Bar. And um, where she r- literally, audiences fly in. It's, it's a karaoke um Right. I guess it's called.
3: Allison, is this considered karaoke? No, it's an open mic. No. It was karaoke. Me, open yeah. mic. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> A live sorry. open mic. That's no the Chicago
1: in me. That's what we still call it the wrong thing. It's called open mic. I am. I stand to be corrected. <laughs> uh, but I've seen you bring in people from, you know, invite people from all over the world on the stage. Um, good or bad, and you are able to soothe them and make them feel good, and and I just wanted to how did all of that, and are you still doing you're still doing open mic and
3: give us some tell us about not it. Not only not only are we still doing it, but um, you know Valerie Simpson is an incredible person. She felt and, and saw the need for us to have um, a place to to land, so to speak, a place to still express ourselves, a place to. Still gather even in the midst of a pandemic and brought the sugar bar open mic night to a virtual platform over Facebook. And we we've been doing it. Well, we've been doing the open mic at sugar bar for over 20 years, but with the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, everything was shut down, but we brought it back to the virtual platform in June of last year. And it's been going strong. We've been figuring out how to make it work and zoom it this and do it that. And, and, And people have come and gathered, not just, uh, the the artists who desperately needed a place to be able to express themselves uh, with their gifts because there was no place for us to do that. But the patrons who had become accustomed to coming and gathering and having good food and good libation and just seeing you never know who would drop through. So we've been doing it, and um, we're now uh, opening back up to limited capacity. Uh, So now a Thursday night is uh, live and With, uh, virtual abilities and we're able to invite, um, a certain amount of live performances. Then we fill in the rest with video memory performances from memories of days, uh, in the club. And it's going well. I happen to be a, I happen to be hosting this Thursday tomorrow, uh, there at the club as I was coming in to be in Queens, you know, I could not go over to the Upper West Side. So. Um I doubt, I, I can't really uh, promise that there's a table still available, but uh, if they wanted to make a reservation, they would certainly have to uh, do so to come mm-hmm. through the Sugar Bar and uh, get a little taste as we host our open mic, Thursday night open mic. Um,
1: I, I, I cannot tell folks um, enough that I really believe it's just... Um, It's a mandatory stop if you're touring New York City, but I agree. Make sure you call and and make a reservation to make sure you can Mm -hmm. get in because I bounce in and out of New York a couple of times a year, but um, it's one of my mandatory stops. It's a feel good. It really gives you an an authentic New York experience because I think I Mm -hmm. love it because it's the real New Yorkers. You know what I mean when I say that? real New Yorkers with a mix of um, international people and it's just a total good night and some of the best music yeah. I think you're going to hear in New York City. The the, the folks that they yeah. come off that state I mean, your team of folks and um, it's just amazing the experience you have at the Sugar Bar, and so you'll make sure you can catch Allison Williams um, there. And then you're on—you're the voice of Harlem. You're on the radio. You're a radio personality. Uh, let us know how we can catch
3: Celebrating. you. Celebrating. I'm celebrating my fifth year in radio broadcast at WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. My show is called love notes with Allison Williams in the chill zone. And it airs every Tuesday from eight to 10. And even though we've had to continue to do the show virtually because we can't get onto our campus at city college, uh, to get to the station, the listeners have really supported it. And I just want to say thank you to all of them who may be listening to you, uh, excuse me uh LaTanya, because uh it is a community and um and i'm and I'm just so thankful that you know radio wasn't cancelled because of the pandemic. the pandemic stole many things, but it didn't steal the opportunity to be able to reach out through the airwaves and and touch people with music and information and 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 just some uh to give you know continue to to keep hope alive um that we could get you know to it to this point and beyond so the w h c r i also, <clears throat> I was inducted into the um, Soul Music Hall of Fame last year, uh, and I celebrate now the 30th year anniversary of the hit single "Just Call My Name." Just so call my 1989. Of- wow, <laughs>
1: 1989, <laughs> wow. honey. 19- Do you know that's the year I <clears throat> met you? What a what a jam! It's on my it's on
3: my playlist, hey. girl. It's on my hey, playlist. Listen, I- I thank you so much. I think it should be on everyone's playlist because it <laughs> is a feel-good song. And I'm just so glad to have it associated, you know, uh, with me that, that 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 is my signature song. Of all the songs God could have given me, he gave me that one. And I'm happy with it. I'm keeping mine. <laughs>
1: well, listen, and we're so the performance behind it. I mean, it's. You're one of the great voices. You know, when we think about over the generations, not many people. When you go back and listen, I want everybody to go back and check out Just Call My Name. Check out the video also. You know, Allison still looks fierce and fabulous um, on, oh, on thank YouTube. You. And, and if you want, buy it, your younger generation. But the notes you hold, you, you literally sound like a trumpet at some place. When you hit some places, the notes. And I thought, I, do they realize this is a... She is actually an uh, instrument. That—that's really what I hear when I hear you transitioning the music, moving through that song. I hear an instrument. Well,
3: that—that is—that is the way I was taught. <clears throat> that singing is—you are an instrument. Your whole body is an instrument, and um, that is what I teach when I teach uh, the the up and coming. Ones that that I am able to put my hands on, and also just let me say that song was written by Mr. Denzel Miller, also a Queens native from right out well, that way. Yes,
2: West. I know them.
3: Well, you Denzel. I knew Denzel. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. This is so called wrote and told called you my know. name. <laughs>
1: This is community, and Tony, you also know him well. You know, mentioning instrument, we we, we don't want to forget when, when Norman Connors, he's gonna have his star, sh- his starship, yeah, yeah, starship orchestra, starship orchestra, that's a, yeah, that's a tongue twister right. for me. Uh, tremendous no longer, musician, it's tremendous. Mm-hmm. Tremendous yeah,
2: musician. I, Actually, Norman uh, Connors is gonna be backing up the talent. That's my understanding. He's gonna be uh, not right, only performing well, the starship, his the starship, music. mm-hmm. Right. The uh, okay. starship oh. orchestra, the starship going to orchestra will, will serve
3: are... as as the entire as the, uh, yeah, as the orchestra for everyone. So it's going to be really right. fun, and, and and Marva's coming in with her wonderful vocals, and like I said, Angie Stone. So it's going to be a great time. Folks you need to come and know that it's free. Come on out. Yes, if you have no excuse. Yes, exactly. Well,
1: come I want to remind people again. Don't forget to pick up. Uh, Allison Williams' uh, new release, um, which is uh, Summer Nights in Harlem. And, and you will you can find it on all main um, musical outlets, Amazon, Spotify, um, Apple Music, um, Pandora. It's one of those things you just sit down at night, put the kids or grandkids away, the husband or wife or whatever, and have some tea, coffee, vodka, Tequila, whatever works for you. (laughs) And um, really hear history. um, When you really listen to her, you can hear all these different parts of history come together. And absolutely, um, she's the bridge keeper to this beautiful sound um, and uh, you're going to love it and they're going to cue me in just a minute, but I just want to make sure you know that you can catch her live and her and so many others, um, again, July 17th, 4 p.m. to 10 and bring your lawn chair, bring your family, it's community, mm-hmm. it's what it's what makes us survive, um, I always tell people you get your family, you choose your community um, and so this is an opportunity to be to choose something this weekend and choose a great event. Um, if you're out there and wondering and say, hey, I want to see what else Allison Williams is doing, you can catch her on our Facebook page, Allison Williams Music, and uh, you can also catch her on air. And I, and I want to thank you genuinely, um, Allison, for being diligent, not quitting, staying in the game, um, for showing up and learning and getting the message. Um, and being an outstanding example of a true entrepreneur in the music industry because you're one of those people with surviving power that many of the young artists can't pull off because they don't know other parts of the music you know the industry you just know industry, how it all works yeah, the business the business, and let me tell you, before I get off, uh, it may been ten or fifteen years ago when I bumped into you, and you, we were at some restaurant, and they asked you to come up stage, and I was like, "Where have you been?" And you had just been with His Majesty, um, what name did? You, um, I think you had been somewhere in Brazil, Monaco, Monaco, right? In Morocco, Morocco. Morocco. Oh my God, the king! Oops. And I was like, "You where?" And she said, oh, "I was with the king." I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> She with the king, the royal king of Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> and I left that and night I t- and, <clears throat> and I was just tickled and I said, I want to be like Allison Williams when I grow up.
3: <laughs> you know, i uh, really sure because I know you, you're running out of time, but as I, as I, as, as Dr. Angela was royal royalty, uh, his majesty, um, king of Morocco, Hassan five, um I was his favorite singer and for several years until actually we had 9-11, I would go over at least two or three times a year to do the birthday parties of his two sons and his birthday and New Year's celebration. So I was constantly going back and forth. When he passed, they had a year of mourning and his son that then came into uh, is the present King, King Mohammed VI. They were going through papers and pictures, and they said, well, you know, that girl right there, that was your father's favorite singer. And he said, well, hire her for my inauguration.
1: Wow. And there well, I was,
3: back in the royal family for the, for the, for the prince's uh, uh, inauguration into the, into the throne. And it was incredible. You know, just, And that was just because that, those, that was the only words that were said. That girl in the picture is, is your father's favorite singer. Well, that's, that's, that's how I got back about. to do that again.
1: Well, on that mm-hmm. note, we're down to the second. Make sure that you check out uh, this weekend festival. If you have any questions, hey, go to Allison Williams' um, Facebook page, Allison Williams Music. Thank you for listening. Thank you into our house. You know we've answered all the questions. How you living, Allison Williams? And you are living good. And we thank you. On that being said, thank you. Um, Tony Brown, we can't do anything in the community without you. And we appreciate uh, the Black Spectrum Theater Company. Uh, If nobody told you ladies they love you today, I do. Thank you for listening. Ciao.
0: Connect with LaTanya live on Facebook and Instagram for resources, step-by-step workshops, product placement reviews, support, and more. Until we talk again, thank you for tuning in to How You Living. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.